Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Happy Women's History Month. Yes, we are uh, grateful to have the entire month. And, uh, the <laughs> yes, that's 51% of the population. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out here walking in the sunshine. 50, it is 51 degrees out here, too. And I'm trying to think or invite a haiku to come find me. But uh, the mountains to the north are bare, but those in the west are blanketed with snow. Mm. And I, my heart runs to the Ukraine in what they are in and the women who are picking up arms to defend their land. So I thought, yes. What, yes. what is an artist's response to war? As artists mm. take up our weapons of words and of pictures, and I, I just wanted to put a whole space for people like Daria, who I heard on NPR this morning, is a college student who had to choose between her life and her family because her wow. parents chose to remain in the Ukraine with their mother. So that's a choiceless choice, which we learned a great deal about during the Second World War and that genocide. Yes. So and all the genocides that preceded, right, or yes. based on, you know, this inhumane choice, inhumane actions, right, breed these choices. And in the 21st century, I was filled with hope that we would have evolved past demanding other human beings make that choice. But power is not human power is inhumane. I think we're seeing the last gasp of it. Of it. I, I hope. I hope this is a desperate act on the part of tyrannies such as that that remains in Russia, that they are holding on by a very thin and brutal fingernail. And in that last gasp and grasp this is what they do all of the inhumanity and brutality they they spend it all they expend it all and i and i'm really heartened by the globe's response to it yes. and and maybe this is what's different from world war ii and world war one that we're not going to stand by and just watch power wield its mighty hand, its mighty and twisted hand in that way. Perhaps that's where the evolution is coming um, in the spirit of the globe. There are so many people, climate refugees, war refugees, famine refugees, economic in this country refugees, that we are becoming a planet filled with just this movement born of trauma. So if trauma bonds us in our humanity, Perhaps that is like the, the alchemy that's needed to get us to the next place. I'm not saying that brutality should ever um, be warranted in order to evolve, but perhaps we'll use it as our next jumping off point. Something has to be done. Um, you, you point to the women in Ukraine standing in the streets 
um, really chastising, planting seeds, literally, um, of resistance in the face of armed military incursion in their homes, in their streets. It's the women who are saying, this is enough. Where is yes. your humanity? So, yes, I don't know enough, and I need to know, we need to know enough about all of the places on the globe that are existing under such brutal, brutal conditions, because in our own way, we're all existing under the same conditions. It's just by degrees. And so we have to eradicate even the smallest glimmers of tyranny and inhumanity and brutality, because it reflects on us all. It reflects on us all. So, Karen, thank you so much. For, for flowing your thoughts and your prayers, I think as artists, that's where we start. We start in, in emoting, expressing, manifesting, like you manifest so powerfully, and as you have <laughs> done this morning, manifesting peace, manifesting ease, manifesting just the glory of being in these human skins and doing beautifully human things rather than turning to the inhumane. And, and this is a moment, this is, we went through that this summer with Afghanistan. I don't think, you know, this is any coincidence or just no. turning, you know, of the wheel. This is an orchestrated turning of the wheel. Again, power in its last gasp, trying to do what power does. And I think we all need to share what is powerful in us rather than resting and wrestling with and becoming power. Empowerment is different from power. Power is the thing that corrupts. It's so greedy. It's such a greedy thing. And we see with, you know, the Russian oligarchy, this, this power, it, it's never satisfied. You know, it was Chechnya not so long ago. Um, it, now it's, the Ukraine, when will it stop? And I think this is what the globe is starting. We've decolonized in so many ways, right? In so many ways, but it's not, not done. done. It's still part of angry, greedy grab. It is. And some years ago, I remember writing on my blog about free writing using that uh, famous quote that power corrupts and absolute power corrupts absolutely. Well, I decided that power can also construct. And that quote from Lord Acton has been stretched as a fig leaf to, uh, I guess, allow us to remain indifferent to the power grabs of the past. Uh, the Black Lives Matter movement has taught us that we are the power and living and dying, we will use our life force to point toward the light, which is that we can use everything at our disposal to build futures worthy of us. It hasn't been easy, but it is the tr only true humane option. And I think if we know nothing else from the pandemic, 
we know that there is a big difference between human and humane. We have learned what the priorities are for the species that wants to continue. So I'm, I'm walking uh, for Daria, who has uh, chosen with the sliver of freedom she now possesses to volunteer and bring clothing to soldiers uh, and is encouraged by their courage as I am encouraged by hers and yours and the beautiful exhibit you have curated and are now uh, collecting. And I hope all of these um, ripple effects flow out and create a symphony that covers and repurposes the violence and heals the traumas that um, we, we need to recover from if we are to truly move forward. Well, Karen, I thank you for that. A symphony, we're all just trying, just trying. We have to, that's what we came here for, to play the note that rings, resonates within us. We just have to play our note and everyone play theirs beautifully, lovingly. And yes, that symphony will cover us all. I mean, that is my hope. Um, that is my prayer as, as we move through this together, as we move through the next thing together, I'm hoping that the degrees of humanity will lessen and what will come forward is a new form of what we're capable of, a new form of our humanity. I, I think the Christ-like model that we're all trying to get next to, I think is that force that you're speaking of. It's not a perfect human, I think it is perfect love. And, and that's what I'm hoping that we Yes, that is the very thing. Uh, and I- The 22. Um, okay. Yes. Go ahead. I didn't hear that. No, no, go ahead. I just went through a tunnel. Oh, okay. I was <laughs> I passing a, a dead spot, too. <laughs> so, all right. Well, I wanted simply to um, offer you an opportunity to say um, anything you'd like to add uh, before we close. I just have one quote and thought that I will end with. No, just thank you. Thank you always for holding space. I mean, we go through the mundanity of our lives, so many challenges, and you're always looking beyond the present discomfort, even the present joy. You're looking towards the future and how to include more of ourselves in the next thought, in the next breath. And so I thank you for being that model. Oh, well, thank you. And that is exactly why my one note is always to invite people to do their daily writing practice so that they can develop their attention to live more intentionally. For me, the uh, Nigerian proverb, the enemy within, if there is no enemy within, the enemy without can do you no harm, has been a compass for me. Every day I rise trying to make sure that I have uh, redirected the enemy within. Because I know uh, even the worst traumatized among us has a way to 
repurpose that trauma for the good of others. You know, many people have said it before me, you know, make, turn your mess into a message. Stop the madness. And if we each take up our thoughts and expose them for what they are and start living in our power with others living similarly, humanely, humbly in their power, there will, no, there will be no enemy within. And then we will have no enemies without because we will not be directing whatever unhealed rage or disappointment or, you know, whatever form the trauma takes. As women know, there are so many silences. Well, once we start listening to ourselves, we can hear the hurt and hold the space for that to heal in others and in ourselves simultaneously. It does have to be a both and, and it is a high wire act, but it is nothing too great for us and the creator that made us in that very same powerful image and likeness. There's, you know, there's no uh, mystery in the, you know, multicultural characterization of creator as multiform as having many roles and many ways because it is infinite it is energy it is light and that's what i wish you and anyone who's listening to this today and particularly those you know facing the war you know the whole uh, and that to remember that they are not alone. People at far removes who don't know them, trust them and their humanity to fight this fight and walk their walk and sound their single note in the symphony that calls us all today to rise. Thank you, sister. Thank you, sister. Go in peace. Godspeed. Love you. Love you. Love you too, baby. Bye-bye.